Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. February 13th, 2021. It's not you, and it's not me. Confusing McDonald's, robbing banks, bad golf, dog food explosions, and chub smuggling. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a daily show, even though it technically isn't every day. It is barely edited and sometimes offensive. It is a good show. Some might even call it awesome. If you are friends with someone who doesn't think this show is awesome, you deserve better friends. Hi. And hello. Happy Valentine's Day, Eve. Eve. The Eve of St. Valentine's Day. Saturday. You had a little thing going with St. Valentine there for a little while, didn't you? We saw each other off and on. Yeah. Was that last year? He was my... What's the saint name generator thing? Yes. Yeah, he was mine for last year. I forgot to pick a saint of the year. It's not too late. I hope not. Glory be. All right. It is February 13th. Yeah. It's National Breakup with Your Carrier Day. Like your baby carrier? Any carriers, I suppose, will do. I cannot break up with mine. Your baby carrier? Yeah. Are you talking about your womb? What do you... No, that I, my baby backpack. Oh. Or front pack, depending front pack, on how yeah. I'm using it. That's true. It's a versatile pack. Yeah, it is. I think you could get a baby fanny pack. <laughs> Nico won't fit it. You could try. It'd be like a weird crotch hammock. <laughs> I hate it. You okay. just don't like the word crotch. Anyway. True. On this Valentine's Day Eve, the day preceding the one where you would celebrate a relationship. Well, today you are encouraged to end an unhealthy relationship, to free you up for the love of a new carrier who Your desperately longs for you, pines for you. Your carrier soulmate. And of course that carrier's name is T-Mobile and they want you to get rid of AT&T and Verizon. I, that's not happening. Um, I appreciate, I'm not advertising for them, I don't believe in them, but I appreciate the creativity of their plan here. Um, they 
offer you statements like, it's not you, it's your carrier. Mm. Uh, they're trying to help you get there. They don't, they don't want you to spend another Valentine's Day in a loveless relationship with your carrier. How noble of them. Now, if I thought, one, that their coverage in our region was great, two, that they actually would love me better, which, hey, wouldn't be too hard. Um, I'd swamp it up, but I just, I don't believe them. I didn't even know T-Mobile was still a thing. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go back in time to the year 1692. When Columbus sailed the ocean blue. That happened in a... Uh, 200 years before, yeah. In 1492. Yeah, 1492. Why do we always think it's 1692? I don't you know. You tricked me with my own I, problem yes. where I don't understand what year that happened. It's. I didn't intend to. My you apologies. You trolled me. I promise I'll... Not edit that. I know you won't. Well, in 1692, 200 years after Columbus, 38 McDonald's killed. What? Yes. All of the restaurants that existed the, in 1692. Not the McDonald's. When you first read this, you thought maybe it was the McDonald's of your... I did. Of your childhood. You're not that old. Let's be I'm honest. not that old. McDonald's is old. But they're not that old, and I'm or I'm not that old either. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a double not old. Well, here's what it is. It's not a fast food restaurant. It's the clan. The clan McDonald. Yes. Is that how you say it? Um, you could have gotten a little funkier with it, but I'll let it slide. Okay. I f I'm afraid if I say it funkier, it's going to turn out it's clan McDougal. Uh, well, anyway. if you remember the movie, is it Coming to America? Where they had McDougal's, I think, instead of McDonald's. <laughs> I think you're right. Is that yes. right? Yeah. Um, okay, so it's a clan. I'm guessing in Scotland, although it's possible this is in Ireland, but it feels Scottish to me. You didn't let me know what continent or country yeah. we're in. It's all the it's all the same bucket over there. That's not right. Yeah. Um, they were in a feud. The McDonald's were with a with the Campbell clan. Yep. Also known as Clan Campbell. Uh, not connected, as far as we know, to Campbell's Soup it's Dynasty. possible. It'd be a hell of a deal if Campbell's Soup killed off a bunch of McDonald's it chains. It would be a hell of a deal. It's about the same quality of food. Mm, is it? Quality, yes. I would rather have McDonald's than Campbell's Well, yes, Campbell's taste. But I'm talking quality, not All right, that's taste. Fair. Okay. Well, regardless of whatever happened, the Campbell... Clamble. The Clamble Connolds? Clan, Clan Campbell. They got married and had soup nuggets. <laughs> mm, interesting idea. Mm -hmm. The Campbell clan attacked the McDonald's and many losses were suffered, including 38 McDonald's. That's right. That's right. It's a sad day. Apologies all around to the good people of Scotland and or Ireland for us messing up that story. However, franchisees of McDonald's, watch your ass. <laughs> Especially when those Campbells come for you. That's right. 1866, Jesse James, not the Jesse James of motorcycle okay. and mechanical abilities. Thank but you for clearing that up. The original. Uh -huh. Jesse James, he held up his first bank. His first one. The Clay County Savings Association in Liberty, Missouri. Wow. It was a $60,000 score. Yeah. Full disclosure, Jesse did not actively participate. How? Well, here's how. He himself was recovering from a near-fatal chest wound. Oh, my gosh. Like, he'd received shortly after the Civil War. 
it feels like any chest wound, any chest wound in, in 1866 is probably going to be fatal. Yeah, but I want you to consider the number of times where with their, comparative to today, very low-powered rifles. Yeah. Not that they couldn't be lethal, but how often it was that literally it was just sliced the skin with a knife and the musket ball fell out. Oh. So it could have been near fatal because the shot itself was nothing, but then he got an infection because the doctor right? didn't wash his hands or something. Who knows? Because they tried Who to knows? leach the blood out of him. It, yeah, the bloodlettings and all that. But in any event, he was unable to participate, but he did plan the whole heist over a course of weeks. Mm. So... He, it, it was then instead actually his gang who executed it. As the story goes, there were 13 members at that time of the gang, plus Jesse. So if my math serves me correctly, that is 14 people. Excellent. And that's important from the perspective of the loot, right? Uh, don't forget the loot. So assuming that the loot was divided equally, that would have left each man with roughly $4,285. Tax-free, baby. Tax-free. Well, in the 1860s, the average person, the average income, not that it didn't span above and below, but the average income was about $300 a year. Mm. So this single robbery would have netted each member roughly 14 years of average income. Yeah. That's not too shabby. Way to go in your first bank robbery, Jesse James. Indeed. You didn't even have to show up for right? it. Right. Just bring me my money. Yeah. All right, let's uh, go way forward in time. Okay. 1971. Now, of course, the other day we discovered, and not discovered, we lived through it. We discussed Quailgate. Remember that? Oh, I do. I do. Former vice president, sitting vice president at the time, Dick Cheney. He shot an old man. In the face. Well, face, neck, body. Right. Many, many parts of his in a torso and up. Hunting accident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, in 1971, Vice President Spiro Agnew, while golfing, hit two tee shots into the crowd, injuring someone with each of them. Of course he did. Take his golf clubs away, my dudes. Listen, I think vice presidents are highly underestimated. They seem to be a pretty damn lethal group of dudes. They're or dudettes or however all that goes, right? Yes. I'm honestly a little scared of our current vice president. We'll see how that pans out. Yeah, they're apparently... The loose cannons of the political realm. Right. They're, they're literally what, harming people, what a, you guys. What a terrifying time right now. Our president's a former vice president. Oh, man. As well. We're, yes. We're getting double What's going to happen? You got to keep Phew. your eye on everything. I think I'm going to move. Okay. Let's do it. 1981. Don't read my notes. This one was interesting. I dug a little bit because it was interesting. The Ralston Purina plant. You know what Purina is, Hell right? yeah, I know what it is. Dog, Dog chow, food. puppy chow, all the chows, right? Yes. So they have, or at least did, I don't know if they still do or not, had a plant in Louisville, Kentucky. And that plant, at that plant, they used hexane gas as a, or maybe as a liquid, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I think as a liquid, they used hexane as a liquid. Um, and used it as a solvent then to extract oil from soybeans. Okay. Which, sure, yeah, they're putting soybean oil in the dog foods, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Then they, they used a containment system to capture, recycle this used hexane from process back into the plant. Okay. 
And I'm sure not because they were conscious of anything other than saving those dollars, and that's fine. A lot of times uh, people shake their angry fist at capitalism, but quite honestly, a lot of times capitalism also paves the way towards good things being done. Yeah. So they, they were doing that. But, but on this particular day, there was a malfunction. Uh-oh. Yep. Malfunction around 2,600 gallons of hexane gets dumped into the city's sewer system. Damn it. Mm -hmm. Who did it? Well, Purina did it. No, a human being was in charge of that. There was, and we'll never know the full story because nobody admits to anything, right? <laughs> Especially not some big mess up like that. Right. Well, and you think that's a big mess up. Just wait. <laughs> At 5.16 in the morning... Two ladies are in a car together. They're on their way to work at the local hospital. They go through the intersection of 12th and Hill Streets. Okay. Somehow, some way, the car they're in creates a spark. Oh, no. Yeah. I guess that happens from time to time. Yeah. At least that's who they're blaming. That's why you cannot talk on your phone and pump gas that's at the same time. That's an urban legend. That's not right. It's a rule you're not supposed to, but it is an urban legend. I watched Mythbusters. Completely bust that myth. And damn it, man, if they say it's not real, how dare you? How dare you question them? There's signage everywhere when you go to get gas. I know. Don't. Because of idiots. There's a lot of things on signs that are because of idiots. Okay. Including when people just randomly decide to use quotation marks around a word where it's unnecessary. Like, this is for... This area is for semi-tractors. Are they mythical semi-tractors? What are you talking about? What are you talking Don't about? Don't get me started. You know, you know unnecessary quotation marks is my yes. love language. So the women's car, in quotes, created a spark. Well, a series of explosions ripped oh, no. through Louisville. Oh, no. Manhole covers shot into the sky. That's bad. More than 13 miles of sewer line destroyed, including two miles of trunk line. And trunk line, in this instance, this is the, the big that everything feeds yeah. into. And, and for theirs, the diameter of that ranged between seven and a half and 12 feet. Okay, that's bad. News. It's where all the turds are going. Yeah, it's a river of turds yeah. under the streets of Louisville. Yeah. Two miles of streets collapsed, oh my just Lord. crumbled into the ground. Some places Heavens. completely, and in others, gaping holes that were as much as 38 feet deep. Wow. Mm -hmm. This was uh, followed by heavy rainfall, which was real helpful, too. Thanks, God. Yeah. <laughs> Evidently, they pissed off... Jerusalem, Israel, the nation of Israel, and it was one of the, it was the, what, the eighth plague that came their way? So in, in some places, uh, now I'll touch that, uh, so even buildings then in the area reported, there were tons of like collapsed chimneys, but even stairways within buildings collapsed from the it. concussive force. Makes you wonder who in the hell built those stairs and why they didn't get sued. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, surprisingly, there were four injuries and zero fatalities That's from this. That's a freaking miracle. It really is. It makes it less of a, I don't know, maybe that makes it more of a plague. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how plagues work. Yeah. Um, so in the aftermath, there's still pockets of things that haven't exploded. Part of this runs underneath an oil refinery, so that's terrifying oh, as well, right? Oh, no. Um, 
they, Damn no. Yeah, they, yeah. They evacuate a 20 block area. It accounts for about 2,000 people. You have water, sewage, and heating because all pipes run next to the turd pipe underground, right? I didn't know um, that, but okay. Uh, in the neighborhood, I guess. But yes, all of this is disrupted. It impacts over 23,000 people. The open trench that ran along where Hill Street used to be remained exposed through the summer. I hate but it. But of course, even though they were... They were asked, don't flush as often. People kept flushing. Well, You're yeah, not just going to pile them up in your house, right? Or buy buckets and then throw them in the neighbor's yard or whatever. Yeah, that that only works in small town Kentucky, not, not urban Louisville. I'm allergic to this entire story. So it's, it stank yeah. bad. Yeah. Bad. It took six months of constant stench before the sewer system was repaired, and all in all, two years plus to get the streets back into working order. What a living nightmare. This was in 81, and I know I was I was just an innocent six years old at that time, but I remember things happening. Um, uh, not this. I remember other events happening. I remember my parents talking about them. I don't recall this ever being spoken. No, I've literally never heard this story in my whole entire life. Yeah. What a living nightmare. You know, we've had some unfortunate sewer backup issues because we... Because of the Incredible Hulk. Yes. <laughs> the Incredible Hulk taking up dwelling in a sewer line in our backyard. Can you imagine, like, for two days, it was like, try to flush as little as possible, and that was a nightmare. Can you right. imagine month after month after I month? I can't. I can't. It was yeah. not good. To bring delight uh, to this story. Just full full disclosure, we have... Like many people, we have sewer clean-out pipes in the backyard, and one of the boys had pulled the top off, messing around, dropped a Hulk action figure down in there, who denied all passage of turds and paper. Like, that backed up, and we this had... This is like stretched out yeah. in there, like, I will not. We had you shall not pass. four inches of our own turds in the basement. Yep, that's a real story from the Teats household. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm vomiting in my mouth right now as I think about it. Um, and it happened more than once because we had multiple times somebody come out that supposedly helped Hulk find his way down to a larger line. To the great sewer line in the sky. That's right. It took uh, it took four attempts finally. And we're still we're still scared. Still a little gun shy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't pooped in six months. So yeah. That's just how I handle it. No, it's not, that's not true. Uh, no, it's not. I I do what I'd suggested earlier. I use a bucket and throw it in the neighbor's yard. <laughs> All right, 1996. Rapper Tupac Shakur releases his fourth studio album. It's called All Eyes on Me. Now, All Eyes on Me, that's pretty fine for an album name, but it's important to note that he spelled the word eyes with a Z instead of an S. What? Proving how incredibly clever he was, 1996. That yes. was a that's, that's the a worst bold new statement. That's the worst snark I've ever seen you pull. Can I tell you something about a little fun fact about Tupac Shakur? He's dead. That's not a fun fact. It's Him and Biggie. True. That's fine. It's true. The fun okay. fact is that Tupac Shakur and I share a birthday. Well, not anymore. It's still his birthday, but he is six years older than me. He's June 16th. 1971. But you've probably passed him now in age. Okay, I never thought about that. Yeah. 
It's a whole space-time continuum. It's it a quandary. It's a riddle, an enigma. All right. Well, Tupac, I'll pour one out for you later. <laughs> Will you? In your throat? <laughs> Whoops, just kidding. <laughs> Caught it. <laughs> You're rude. What else do we have? Okay, this this is definitely the the pinnacle of the day. Yeah. This is trending. Border Patrol agents, and by the way, Meg found this, and I will give full credit. Meg found Thank this, you. sent me a text, was like, what about this? And I said, oh, what about this? <laughs> I originally was going to make this the entirety of the episode and thought, well, well, we'll include a few other things. Yeah, okay. So Border Patrol agents confiscate just shy of 2,000 pounds of something found in a car at the Mexico-New Mexico border. Yeah. What do you think it was? Well, I know what it is. What would you guess you if you were it... just skimming and, oh, Border Patrol, you think 200 pounds? You'd think cocaine, but then you'd like, when did, hmm, I wonder when they started talking about it in pounds rather than kilos. It's always been a metric system thing. True. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't Coke or Viagra or <laughs> any of the other... Off-brand pharmaceuticals. Yeah. It was... Baloney. 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 Yeah. Agents found 22 rolls. Rolls. They're chubs. Everyone knows this. <laughs> it's half the pleasure of owning baloney is to say, look at my chub. Oh, my Lord. Well, they found 22 chubs of baloney in a Nissan Rogue. Uh, I don't know why it was so important to include the exact vehicle type, yeah. but they did. Yeah. Uh, look out, Rogue drivers. Evidently, nope, can't say that. I would have to edit it. Uh, let's just say you and chubs and things. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and uh, an additional quantity was found in the driver's luggage. Yeah, he packed him right into his suitcase. He was just like, I am, I'm all chub all the time. Wherever I can fit it, it's going there. I am a baloney whore. What kind of what kind of content warning are you gonna have to put on this? Um, There's what's not more fit than for me. children. That's it. Yeah, that's all you have to do. It's not. No, this is not good for children. You do label every one of these e, right? I do, whether I've cursed or not, okay, or any other thing. Yes, oh. I do. Oh, oh um, UPS. So the okay. Hang on, just a second. I'll be back. Oh, and we're back. Yes. That was a delivery of something that will come up later in the episode. Okay. Uh, so in any event, the driver, uh -huh. the chub smuggler, ha was fined $500. Okay. And why? For smuggling baloney? Yeah. Little little did I know. Little did I know. And why why Mexican baloney? I mean, this, there's a whole quandary of questions. Well, and and that's, yeah, that's why I texted this. when I, ju uh -huh. I just saw the headline and I skimmed the news article that I found. And I was like, what is what, Mexican right? baloney? But right. why, though? And so I knew I knew if anyone could take us on a deep dive into Mexican oh, baloney. It's a middle. It's not a. It's a middle dive. It's not a deep. Dive. Uh, all right. Okay. Obviously, it's it's illegal, right? Apparently. Otherwise, we wouldn't have had this story. Yeah. Um, but why Mexican baloney is made from pork? Okay. U.S. baloney is made from chicken. How dare they? Which would chicken. help explain why baloney sucks as yeah. we know it. Of course, it would be delicious if it were made of pork. And it is. Um, and the prohibition, this is ridiculous. The prohibition is because it 
quote, could introduce foreign animal diseases into the U.S. pork industry. That's bullshit. I, that's complete and utter bullshit. Or pig shit, and, as it were. Yes. Or chicken shit. It's all of the shits. It's it's our basement after the Hulk. All of it. Um, so here's the thing, man. I want you to really understand this. And you know I'm serious when I call you my wife, man. Um <laughs> There's such a thing as called as a wild hog, right? Yes, just ask Texas. Yes, they're, they're running rampant. They're running rampant. They're a nuisance. Yes, and so they are hunted and they're terrible. All of that, and if you're if you're feeling especially feral yourself, you hunt them with spears. Yeah, uh, which is terribly dangerous. They yeah. have tusks, and they will they'll uh, they'll wreck your shit. Look, as, as it were, the feral hog problem in our country and other places around the world is no joke. There's a right. whole Reply All episode on it. I cannot remember it, but if yeah. you search Reply All feral pigs or feral hogs, you will find it. It's alarming. So let me ask you a question. Who is it exactly that's preventing the feral hogs of Mexico from making their way across the border? You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. That's right, because there isn't anyone. They just, they're, they're hogs and they just they run. They do run. what they do. They have they no rough, respect rough for shot. borders. Everyone knows this. Hogs have no respect for borders. They go where they will. Yes. And especially now that uh, we've ceased construction on the border wall, that means uh, they are free if, to do as they wish. If you think a border wall was going to keep out those oh, it wild was. hogs. Oh, it was. never met a wild hog, They sir. had rigged it with uh, rotisserie sticks. <laughs> It was going to be the new bacon capital of two countries, in fact. It was a bicultural uh-huh. bacon patch. Okay. Um, in any event, yeah. And so, yeah, whatever. We're not letting you bring bologna in, but those hogs are coming in. Any diseases that they had to bring would already be here. They would have been here years ago. This uh, Somebody at Oscar Mayer is lining the pockets of somebody else. and Those freaking Oscar Mayer yeah. lobbyists. Yep. Trying to keep the good baloney out of the United States. It's a chub monopoly. That's what it is. That was good. <laughs> That's good. Let's put it on a t-shirt. Now, the, the, the really impressive thing as I continued to dig and look at this is that baloney smuggling is not new. This article is just the first time we saw it. Yeah. Every few months. Look, look through the article. It's easy to find. Every few months, there's a seizure well in excess of 100 pounds. Just this past November, 154 pounds seized. 14 chubs 
hidden behind the back seat of a Chevrolet pickup. You just like shoved him in there. I just got rid in. of a Chevrolet pickup, yeah. and I can tell you <laughs> that was a real sausage fest in there. That was it was chubs everywhere. It was. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It, and then I thought so beautifully. We have uh, from the the CBP official Chad Gerber, who's quoted in the paper as saying. It's hard to hide that much baloney. <laughs> You're damn right it is, Chad. How'd you know? The jokes write themselves, you guys. <laughs> yeah, they do. Woo! Oh, man. Well, on the U.S. side of the border, shop owners, legitimately, they lament their inability to purchase and carry the Mexican baloney. It is, it is loved and craved by many, as is evidenced, just by the, the smuggling, right? Yes. Like so many other things in our world, the real problem here is due to our government and how they regulate it. Preach it, Ron Swanson. Well, it, it, certainly one could argue that, hey, the real, the original problem is just banning it, period. Well, I would be on that side of the argument, yes. Can't disagree with it. But aside from that, the way that we go about enforcing and penalizing it, it is not a deterrent. Mm -hmm. It's, you're literally, you're going to have chubs everywhere. <laughs> That's just what's going to happen. Because it's illegal here, what you can buy in Mexico for 30 to $40 per chub, it can very easily be sold here for north of $80 per. That is some fine baloney. That is, that is one nice chub. <laughs> At the border, this is so ridiculous. At the border, when you're looking to cross, you are asked if you have anything to declare. Yes. And of course, you'd say, no. No, sir. All right. Well, if you're suspicious about it, or if they've just decided or whatever. Don't be suspicious. You're, don't be, yeah. You will be searched. Yeah. But not right there. Mm. You're pointed to go pull into another area. A, a second area, a staging area. I don't know what they call it. Um, that's where you'll be searched. But as you arrive there, you're asked the question again. And so regardless of how you answered the first time, because it's not like they're over here with earpieces and running a sting operation or anything, no. um, you're asked again. Now, you're at this point, you know you're going to be searched, right? Right, yeah. And so you have no motivation to lie at this point. Right. Unless you are dumber than the baloney you're smuggling. <laughs> so you say, oh, yeah. I got it. <laughs> I hold back my truck's full of them chubs, man. Um, <laughs> at which point, so long as you've been honest, yeah. they simply confiscate it and you go on your merry way. No, nothing more than just a little, well, we're taking that All baloney. Right, we're taking that baloney. And then at that, when they have confiscated it, they burn it That's to get rid of it, which wasteful. according to bystanders smells like the most delicious hot dog roast you've ever been around. That's just wasteful. People can right. eat that. Apparently a lot of people want to eat that. Indeed. Well, um... And that's the thing. The anybody anybody from that era area not era area that's familiar with that product. This is something that they cook alongside steaks mm. and other fine, good, delicious, high effort cooked things. Um, yeah, it's a big deal. I want some now. I don't know that I'll. Sm I may smuggle it. I may just see how many 
chubs I can pack into the old Jeep and see what happens. Because again, as long as you admit it, fine. And I haven't found the exact measurement yet. Your fine only, your fine caps out, I think, at $1,000, but only reaches that point if you have what's defined as a commercial quantity, which evidently 200 and 500 pounds are not yet commercial quantity. We're They're assuming. No, the well, yeah. I, I, based on the look of that boy, I bet he could eat 500 pounds of chub. I don't know. That's, that's how the things are lining out. So we may have a run for the border. As soon as COVID lifts, we, we may be heading down south. Not that far. It's uh, not. Remember when we lived in South Texas and we'd go to the barbecueries? Yes. And they had bologna? Yes. Do you think it was Mexican bologna? No. Oh, that's a bummer. No. All right. It didn't cost enough to be Mexican bologna. Well, that's a fair point. And we didn't live in far South Texas. They'd have to well, traffic think, it a little bit further north. Think about this. Um, if, if it is, and this was the low end, if it's $8 a pound, yeah. effectively... a chub, $8 a pound. Well, we only pay, like at wholesale clubs and whatnot, and on sales at the grocery store, we pay $9, $9.50, $10 a pound for very good steak. Very good steak. So, yeah. Yeah. We've never had had that bologna. Well, now I want to. Yeah, we're going to. Okay. I'm betting. I'm betting, and I'm going to go down a side path here. Um, Cigars. Cuban cigars, illegal here. Yeah. We had a, a few years of time where you could go buy them yourselves outside of the U.S., bring them back. Now that's not okay either. Thanks, Trump. Thanks, Trump. Thanks, Kennedy, really. Well, okay. Kennedy's yeah. the one who started the whole shit mess. The embargo. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The embargo, everything besides the cigars. They can't grow enough cigars to build a nuclear weapon. <laughs> I know how maths work. Yes. Um. Yeah. So that being the case, there is, in fact, a place I found out of Switzerland that does sell Cuban cigars. So your cigar has to go from Cuba to Switzerland mm. and then back to the U.S. But, yeah, that that's running. It's not easy to find, but it's out there and it happens. I guarantee there's somebody out there yeah. that's found a way to sell Mexican bologna up here. Yeah. Oh, I'm confident. If we knew the right people to ask in Oklahoma yeah. City, we could find... Mexican yeah, bologna. I drove up. I drove about six miles up MacArthur Boulevard today, and I guarantee I went past at least six places there mm-hmm. who could put us in touch with somebody. I'll have to get over there and check it out. Mm-hmm. How do you even ask for that? Like, do you guys have the good stuff? You have to make the international symbol for Chub. Oh my gosh! No, don't do it. I, you will get arrested. We live in the Me Too era now, okay? Well, you don't approach somebody opposite or differently gendered, whatever it the appropriate matter. language is there. Don't be trying to flash chub symbology around. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a very innocent, I'll show you mine if you'll show me yours. <laughs> That's all that you're doing. They can say no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how this works. Okay. You should probably take us into Whirl a Watch, Read, Listen, Life style. Let's do Whirl. I still haven't watched that Britney documentary, but I have been watching the Netflix series Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Okay. I, I really messed that up. Um, this is pretty good so far. I didn't realize when I first saw the title, but when I watched the preview, I was like, oh, I know exactly what this is about. It's one of the most famous 
internet obsessed uh, true crime cases of the past decade about a young woman named Lisa Lamb. She was a Canadian woman traveling through California on her own, um, disappeared in the midst of her travels in Los Angeles, ultimately found her body was found at the Cecil Hotel in a uh, water tank there. The, the thing the internet got, became obsessed with is there's this footage of an elevator in the hotel where this is where the, the debate comes in. She seems to be talking to somebody outside of the elevator. She seems to be scared. There seems to be somebody outside of the elevator, although there's also a question of was she mentally ill? Was she having um, a mental illness event that ultimately led to her death? This happened in 2013, around this time of year, actually. In February 2013, uh, it's one of the first cases where that footage that was put on the internet on YouTube by a reporter was seized upon by the online true crime community. And so many people through the years have tried to figure out exactly what is happening, especially based on the footage from the elevator. So okay. anyway, the Cecil Hotel, Cecil Hotel has a terrible reputation in Los Angeles, connections to serial killers and all kinds of badness. Uh, but this particular case seems to focus in on Elisa Lamb. So anyway, I've been watching it. It's, it's pretty well done. It's a, little, it's a little extra, a little over the top on the dramaticness. But all in all, pretty good docuseries. Cool. Have you read anything? No, I've been I have not read anything. I've been watching either. that on Netflix. Okay. Well, let's be honest. You said you're watching the series. You, what did you see, like three minutes of it last night? That's not fair. Four. Okay. Okay. <laughs> just however long it took you. Nope, not going to say that. Never mind. Taking taking a different road, different route. Take the high road. I don't like to edit, so I got to catch myself in a moment. Um, yeah, you fell out pretty early, and in fact, you were snoozy, snorry when I came in, uh-huh. and I didn't stay up late. Was this was vanishing at the Cecil Hotel still going? It was when I made my first trip in to set down a few items. Yeah. And then I think that stirred you and you turned it off when I... Oh, I don't remember doing that at all. Yeah, it was interesting. All right. Um, Listening, you have a listen. Yes, I and all the Swifties do. Taylor Swift is re-releasing, re-recording. You didn't read the note. Taylor Swift getting re-swifted swiftly is the note. (laughs) You were rambly as I was trying to take notes, so I just tried to use the word Swift a lot. That is hateful and probably true. It's true. It wasn't hateful. I don't mean it hatefully. I mean it honestly. Okay. Taylor Swift is re-recording her first six albums, which okay. she it, is... The, is that so that she gets past the hurdle of battling with record labels? Yes. Good for her. The evil, dastardly Scooter Braun had bought her catalog, her back catalog, the first six albums she recorded. And... She's pretty furious about it. There's, It's a whole thing. But since Taylor was the co-writer of all of that music, the music itself, not the recordings, the music itself belongs to her. So she is going back through, starting with, uh, what's the name of that album? I can't remember. Fearless? Swift. I don't know. And re-recording all of those songs. She released, today it dropped the uh, Love Story re-recording. Okay. That was a 2008 hit for her, one of her first big breakthrough crossover from country to pop music hits. I've been listening to it. It's fantastic. It It's like beat for beat, note for note, the same song, but this is a 2021 version of her. Her, her vocals have matured, obviously, since 2008. Um, the 
instrumentation is crisper clear. You get that banjo coming through. You get some violin coming through. It's beautifully done. Is it's it the kind of music you would play if you were in a hot pursuit, chub smuggling oh, invasion yeah. of the police? Yes, turn on your Taylor Swift, okay. blare it out your windows, put your pedal to the metal, and run off into the sunset with your chubs of baloney. I think that's the important thing to identify here. Yes, good. That's what I've been listening to. Perfect. We have three-ish, three, three little lifestyle things. I put the photos up yesterday, and I say photos. It was one shot, and I... Double posted. I double post. Well... Sort of. I double posted the photo inside of a single post. I sometimes amaze myself <laughs> at how I can trick technology into doing things it was never intended to do. Um, but we made the soup. We did. And we I made mean, a lot I mean, of soup. You but there's probably it. three gallons of stew soup thing in there. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. We're enjoying it. We made it. We've got it in the fridge. We're going to do something else for dinner, I think. Are we? Yeah. Okay. And then revisit that again later. Or I guess we could eat it again. I don't know. We'll talk about that later. One of our children, Mac, decided he wanted not just oh. soup, but soup plus cheese. And I swear. Where to you all? I am not exaggerating. He ate like a cup of cheese. He added like a cup of cheese to his soup. And then yeah. towards the end, he was like, I can't finish yeah. this. Yeah. He hadn't pooped yet either. So yeah. I guess it was good. It was all a things great soup. It was a great soup. You made a huge batch of it, and I'm thankful for it. As I, be the, I believe in bulk cooking. As the snow falls behind us, it's yeah. perfect soup season. Well, number two, and this was the interruption earlier in the recording, we received our second uh, of two shipments from an online cigar vendor. I'm eagerly waiting for the end of the recording to open this up, go through it. I may post some pictures. I also ran, uh, kind of, I guess, ties into the third point of the day is how well the Jeep handles yes. in inclement weather, mm. even, even just in two-wheel drive mm -hmm. mode. It just does well. And so I drove... It wasn't that far, I guess. It was it was through the bulk of the Oklahoma City, though, uh, the very sprawling expanse that it is to get to the south side to go to Harbor Freights. No, Harbor Freight. It's yeah, not, you freaking redneck. It's not multiple freights. It's not the Walmarts. It's just the <laughs> it's just the one. I only went to the one Harbor Freight. Um, yeah. Well, I'd gone down there to pick up a airtight, waterproof, dustproof. Mm -hmm. container, which is what you want a humidor to be, mm -hmm. um, and to get that and use it. Mm -hmm. it. It's like a if anybody's familiar with a Pelican case uh, for storing camera equipment yeah. or firearms or whatever, um, that's exactly what this is. It's an off-brand, but it's very well made, and it was it's legitimately half or less the price of some of those other things, and I we all love a bargain, right? So I Ran down and got that, came back up, stopped through with my Jeep handling like a dream, stopped through a cigar shop to pick up some, I think it's pronounced Boveda packs, which in a cigar humidor, humidity, as you might deduce, is important. You want to keep it at a specific rate, and Boveda packs are one of the very unique sources of humidification in that the packs themselves, you purchase them in the designated level of humidity that you want. Right. So I picked, uh, for reasons, I picked 69%. That's what I want my humidor to be at. Mm -hmm. uh, don't make it dirty. That's not where I was going. I literally didn't You're say You're smirky. You got that evil glint in your eye. I said not a you, word. You, ma'am. 
you made it dirty. I, I'm over here innocent as a as, as a newborn chub, and you you took it dirty. In any event, that's the percentage that I picked. So I picked up the, the what's unique about these packs is that they can they can push humidity into the environment, or they can take it back out. And most systems only push humidity out. So got those waiting because I knew this shipment of cigars would be here. Want to get them out of the box into the humidor to get them back into equilibrium of prime smoking shape. Yes. Good. Good all around. Might might throw some pictures of that up later. We'll see. We know that it's cold across the land this weekend, so we hope that you are staying warm and cozy. Stay warm. Make the soup. Make a soup. Smuggle a chub. Well... That's your own personal decision to make. It, I've heard it helps people stay warm. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're going to get taken off the air. Um, if it was going to happen, it would have. Okay. All right. Is that everything? I think it is. You're ready for this to be over. You want to edit this one? Never. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier than you make it. Okay. I'm... By just doing nothing. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, hey. Have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Chub smuggling seems like a low-risk investment. I'm not against organizing such a thing. We could make it part of Patreon benefits. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.